This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Hey, thanks for tuning in for another short 5, 10, 15 minute visit. I am that nerd dad. I appreciate you. Uh, Today, we're going to talk weight loss and death. Everyone's favorite topics. Uh, I'm trying to lose some weight again. You know, I, uh, last year around this time, I kind of quietly made the decision. I'm going to, I'm going to get in shape because I was at my heaviest. Uh, and I don't mind sharing. It was 225 pounds. I was at my heaviest, and I thought, uh, "All right, time to time to do something about this." So I committed to walking a lot around the house and kind of reducing my calorific intake, and it worked. I lost 10, 15 pounds pretty quickly. Um, and then I knew to kind of keep going, I would have to take the step and join a gym. Now I've joined a gym in the past, which. Uh, was a waste of money, but at the time where I worked, there was a gym literally in the building. So I had made this commitment to myself that I would go on my lunch break. I would eat my lunch at my desk from like 11 to 12, and then I'd go down to the gym from 12 to 1. And I was focused. I was doing five days a week right up until COVID hit. And as a result, I was down around 195 pounds. Like I was best shape of my life almost I mean the best shape of my life was probably when I was like eight but as an adult this was probably the best shape of my life then COVID hit everyone gets stuck at home at first we all thought it would be three weeks right two three weeks I remember leaving the office hey I'll see you in a couple weeks once this is all over ah we'll get through this I'll see you soon so I didn't think too much about my weight didn't consider my my at-home routine, and the weight started going and going, and now after the holiday season, I am plus 30 pounds from where I was to begin with. Uh, I'm hovering around 230 pounds. So all that time, effort, gone. (laughs) And I'm at that point where I'm like, all right, I got to do something again. Um, So I started. I started going down the journey. I started counting my calories, and I know... Somebody's going to chime in with some sort of diet recommendation and honestly, just save it. I don't care. I'm going to do my own thing. Um, I'm sure you have noticed if you're an avid listener to the podcast, I'm a big believer in do your own research, get your own opinions, listen to the experts. Um, And at the end of the day, it's your body, it's your life, do what you got to do with it. Um, And it has worked for me in the past, so I will continue to work for it. But if you want to offer suggestions, go ahead, throw them into the ether. Um, maybe I'll take them, maybe I won't, but don't be offended if I don't. It's kind of a dick thing to say, but I am who I am. At this age of my life, it's, uh, I'm far more accepting of the fact that I can be a bit, uh, a bit dickish from time. What about you? Have you, uh, have you started any New Year's resolution? I wouldn't call this a resolution. This is more like 
fearful of my life. Uh, <laughs> um, have you started any? Do you have any? Are you working on some? Tell me about them. How are they going? Seriously, tell me in the comments. Send me an IM, whatever. Um, and you guys know how much I love transition. So we're just going to go straight to, to death on this one now. Death. I was watching a show called Bluey the other day. I've talked about Bluey in the past on this show. Bluey is a great program for kids. Very funny. Um, kind of like Peppa Pig, but not annoying. And this particular episode of Bluey dealt with death. But there is no warning that they're going to be dealing with death in the episode. I think the episode is titled something like A Trip to the Vet. Um, and they do not handle it well. Do you remember when we were kids and Mr. Hooper died on Sesame Street? And they made the decision, they made the decision to handle death in the Sesame Street universe because they knew kids can handle the emotional toll and weight and they would understand. And if they were guided through it with love and from their parents, they'd be just fine. Uh, Bluey does not do such a great job. So the storyline in Bluey is they find an injured bird on the side of the road and they decide they're going to take it to the vet. So Bluey and his dad are waiting in the waiting room, which is where one waits, in case you're confused by the title of the name. And eventually the, ver the vet or the nurse, somebody comes out and says, I'm sorry, but the bird has died. Now immediately myself and my wife start making side eye at each other from across the room because our five-year-old is sitting there. We're not watching it by ourselves. That would be weird. And we haven't had any sort of death conversation with him yet. Hasn't come up. Don't have pets. Wife and I are deadly allergic to almost everything. Eventually we'll get a fish and we'll have to explain when that one gets flushed down the toilet. But we haven't had that knock on wood, no close relatives since he's been old enough to kind of understand have passed. So now we're looking at each other going, okay, is this going to lead to other conversation? He doesn't have any any questions at the time. Episode continues. Bluey goes home and wants to play vet with his brother. So Bluey pretends to take his brother to the vet. And the vet heals his brother. This upsets Bluey. Because now in Bluey's mind, if you go to the vet, you die. So now Bluey's upset that his brother didn't die. Just a weird, weird way of talking about this. So his mom sits down next to him and, and kind of coddles him and explains, you know, that it's unfortunate that some people die and, and, and things of that nature. But it was, um, like, why, why would they write it? So that Bluey would be disappointed that his brother didn't die. Did one of the writers forget to take their meds that day? Like, what the hell were they thinking? The episode ends, and thankfully, no questions from our from my son. Because, legitimately, we're sitting there. We're having a conversation with our eyes. Like, are you going to tell him? I'm not going to tell him. What are we going to say to him if he does this? Are we going to tell him the truth? Are we going to say he, someone's gone for good? Like, what the hell are we going to... So we're having this kind of conversation with our 
side-eye glances um, in anticipation of the worst. I'm happy to report the kid didn't have any questions, and we have kicked that problem down the road. That is future Joe's problem to deal with. Hopefully now I'll be a little bit more prepared when it does come up, though. Because now I'm at least thinking about it. But honestly, Bluey, what the hell? It's time for shit you may have missed. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We have our first big scandal of the Biden presidency. He was spotted wearing a Rolex. <gasps> a Rolex. Which someone pointed out costs the equivalent of 13 Stormy Daniels. Classic. HBO Max has apparently started early conversations about a Harry Potter TV series. It's still too early to say whether or not this will be transphobic as well as J.K. Rowling. I haven't started watching WandaVision. I hear it's pretty weird. I'm gonna wait to binge watch it. The CEO of AMC Theatres is predicting a solid summer movie season. Which, of course, he has to say to protect his investment. What is he going to come out and say? Well, it's going to be shit again, folks. And finally, did you know that they're going to come out with a Monsters, Inc. spinoff called Monsters at Work? It's going to be a TV series for Disney+. Plus. God, I love Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Mike Wazowski. Um... I was super excited when I read this, but it got the old, uh, business brain going here. So what I've noticed specifically with, uh, Disney plus in particular, they're taking all of these franchises that probably could have been movies, maybe even blockbusters and went ahead and moved them to miniseries. So like WandaVision. It's six episodes. Could have been a movie. They could have edited that into a movie. Hawkeye getting a miniseries. Could have been a movie. She-Hulk getting a miniseries. Could have been a movie. Um, and even this Monsters at Work. This could have been the trilogy in the in the Monsters, Inc. world. But again, they're moving it to the miniseries. Why? Well, for one is they've invested a lot of money in Disney+, and they need to have kind of pillars Two is they, uh, I, I believe the execs are not as optimistic 
about the return to the theaters as our CEO of AMC Theaters is. And also, when you do a movie, typically you're going to get one, one-time viewing experience. The movie releases, everyone watches it on the first 48 hours, and then it's gone. Especially in today's world where a, a classic is harder to come by. The, the news cycle is so fast. Um, if you don't see it right away, you, you know, you missed out, man. You've missed out. FOMO, fear of missing out. It's a big thing. So movie is one experience. Miniseries, six experiences. They extend it. They extend the shelf life of the product. They extend the, light, the, the shelf life of the universe that they're creating. They can introduce new characters. Maybe they can introduce a new punchline. Maybe they can introduce a new soundbite or a meme that goes viral. Content is king in this world, right? We all saw Bernie memes all over the place. If that was... People are making money off of that. Because it's all about eyes. We everybody everybody wants your attention, so they can market to you as well. Miniseries is the way to go now. Don't 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 be surprised if we see even more of this in the future. They take a storyline that could have been chopped up into an hour and a half, maybe two. And all that crap they would have left on the editing room floor gets left in and dragged out over several episodes. Because they need your eyes. They need your eyeballs for multiple viewing experiences rather than just one. Anyways, I don't normally end shit you can you may have missed on a uh, kind of serious note, but this was I, I had to I had to follow the money and figure it out and I, this is the only logical explanation I have. They're dragging the process out six viewing experiences versus one makes more economic sense for them. All right, that's it. I appreciate you. appreciate you stopping by. Thanks for listening. thanks for telling a friend. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to this somewhere, hit the subscribe button. Follow maybe. If there's an option of giving five stars, give five stars. You can give a good review. I would appreciate it. As I've said before, if it's something negative you want to say, keep that shit to yourself. Uh, no one wants to hear it. You can find me on all my socials at that nerd dad, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter is really the best way to get a hold of me. But I'm everywhere, man. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Only getting more. Uh, and you can always hit me up on DeanBlundell.com. Uh, I'm there, articles and social media stuff for them too. So uh, I'm not hard to find at this point in my life. I'd be the worst spy, just in general. Anyways, I don't know where I'm going with this. We're going to end this episode now before it gets even weirder. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.
The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundal from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.